0: Welcome in to Potty Pod Cinema. I am Dan. With me as always is Andy. And I don't even remember if we had an episode last week. It's been so busy and there's been so much football. We didn't last week. Yeah, yeah. that we didn't we weren't able to get around to it. But uh bunch of good stuff this week on what we're watching and uh, some some other stuff. So, Andy, let's get into it because we got so many things. First off, <sighs> it's so sad. But uh Archer, we got the series finale. Although if you saw it, it didn't feel like a serious finale. It felt like it, it felt like just another
1: episode. Yeah, it really did. It was disappointing. I finally got to see it. Uh, I, I I'd have to say the only thing positive I'll say, I'm not that I have negative things to say, it's, other than it just ending, is that it does feel like it's set up so that it can come back and do specials yeah. you know, once a year or every other year. I, love I, I that. would Yeah. And and that's something, you know, as a fan, you always hope for when your show ends and like all the people don't die, you know what I mean? You're automatically like, Ooh, they left room for, for more. But this one is one where I would be very shocked if that didn't happen. Like, like typically that's just fan wish, you know what I mean? And it's highly unlikely that they'll ever actually come back with those characters. But in this case, because it's animated, these guys' voices, the actors, you know, they're not going to age out of animation. Hmm. Um, I would be very, very surprised not to see an Archer special or two down the line.
0: I'm with you, yeah. And you kind of, yeah. After I saw the finale, because I saw it before you, and I was kind of talking about, I was like, eh, You're like, oh no. And you saw it, and then you said, you know, I think I bet they could do it, D- do some other movies or you know, specials later. I was like, okay, that kind of pulled me out of my dark hole because it was because that's the problem is it started getting better. Like the last three seasons, the show was getting better and kind of backward to what it used to be. And so I was excited, um, but I think you're right. I think that's probably, they were smart about that because I don't think they wanted to end it necessarily. I yeah, think, I
1: think it was more planned for them. Yeah, which right? is fine.
0: After 14 yeah. seasons, it yeah, probably should, enough. but I like the idea of continuing with specials or something along the lines.
1: Because think of it, each each season when it came out, we're like, okay. <laughs> but like you're like, I've kind of had enough, but... I'm happy enough to go ahead and give it a shot. Like, we would do it anyway. But, like, if we went a couple years with no Archer and then we found out we were getting a one hour Archer and it was done, we'd be excited about that again.
0: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I'd be excited about that. All right. I mean, that's all I really have to say about Archer. Yeah. Just, I hope there's yeah. more. It It didn't finish on a high note, but it went the last three seasons went back to what it was as opposed to the. The time jumping, which just got annoying.
1: Yeah, it did. It did. Like, I get the need to keep it fresh somehow, but I agree with you. It didn't work out that great.
0: Yeah. Uh, the next one, I'm interested to get your take on this because you were vehemently against watching this movie. And that was Gran Turismo with David Harbour, Orlando Bloom, and newer, <laughs> newcomer Archie Madekwe. What would you think? Yeah.
1: I, I mean, I don't think I was like that against it. I just wasn't at all You're excited. So against <laughs> it. Was I? Oh, I, you were I so against I'm, it. Having that big a problem. Uh, I just could never hit play. Like you know, I just like, uh, I did definitely didn't want to go to the theater for it. But I think I also. I, I was looking at it from, I guess like a, F- Ford versus a Ferrari or something like so. I was looking at it from a more adult point of view. Mm-hmm. And then I, and then I think you told me you're like your kid can watch this one. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, that piqued my interest." I was like, really, okay. That that's a good enough because you know when you when you're watching family movies, <laughs> if you can find something that's as adult as possible where you can still enjoy it also, and then not just be watching it for them. Like, thank God, right? Yeah. <laughs> and this one was perfect for that. This was perfect. So uh, you were dead right on that. So watched it with him, he loved it. I got to l- love it anyway. I uh, think I would have loved it even without him watching it, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was it was a good movie I was I was impressed I really liked the direction of it I liked uh, all the actors in it mm-hmm. um, yeah that was a you know the story is I'm sure very loosely based yeah but uh, you know I do know the real kid was in it and uh, they even was uh, an actor in part of it yeah uh, so uh, yeah I thought that was that was really cool that was a that was a storyline I never seen and uh, I think there' was a lot of people like my uh, my stepdad watched it uh, with this and and uh, I know he was kind of like, oh, that was that was a good you know fake movie. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> like this happened. He's mm-hmm. like, no, it didn't. Like, no, this really happened. Yeah, <laughs> and for them to see that, like, oh wow, okay, that's that is impressive. That uh, started some good conversations and yeah, good good for them yeah
0: I, I like and I like the technology where he's in the little, the the racing simulator and you kind of see the car come over him and it takes you into the world i thought like a lot of this stuff
1: that was, was great direction yeah, yeah that, that that's
0: the thing it, it was directed really well and it's neil Blumcap he he's done some good stuff and sometimes he can get preachy oh, that's right. but sometimes you get preachy but like be able to 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 explain some things like find the angle. And all that stuff, you would have to have some. Uh, they they incorporated the right amount of video gameness into this, yeah. Um, while still making it very uh, accessible to like like yeah, like your stepdad or a kid or yeah, you know yeah. all those things.
1: Yeah. Um, it was I, three generations, and we all thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, it. Uh, uh, his yeah. parents
0: were played by Digimon Hunsau and uh, uh, Ginger Spice. I thought that was fun.
1: That Was, was that, that was ginger. That was gingers Spice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <That's
0: hilarious. laughs> Lauren told me about that, yeah. David oh, Harbour is just underrated. always excellent. Just always excellent. Orlando Bloom, I feel like you and I feel like he's, he's underrated.
1: He's extremely underrated. Yeah. He's And there's no question. The dude is a very good, very, very, very good actor. Yeah. He just doesn't act often. <laughs> and when he does, he oftentimes doesn't get great parts. So yeah. it's good to see him and get a good part. I actually thought that long hair, slick back thing... Uh, that's that's the route he should go. Yeah, like because it made him look more adult.
0: Mm-hmm. You know
1: what I mean? And uh, maybe even slick Slimeball ball a little bit, which yeah. could work out for him in other roles in the future. Uh, so yeah, I kind of I, I thought that was good for him to see him in that role instead of trying to be a little tough guy all the time. Yeah, you know what I mean? Well, uh, I mean,
0: I think that's the. I think he kind of got typed like he got offered the same roles as kind of heartthrob yeah. kind of thing for so long, and he didn't see him do a ton. And he actually well, he was doing little stuff where it was very against that. And I think it annoyed the, um, I don't know, the teeny bopper kind of fans that, you know, had his poster on the wall. And the guy was just trying to be an actor and kind of just move on from that.
1: Well, I think he also took some, some mental time off in the middle there too. I think there were a few years he said he intentionally took some, some time for him, rightfully so. But yeah, Yeah.
0: I'm I'm looking at some of the stuff he's done.
1: Carnival row.
0: (laughs) And a lot of it is, like, he shows up in The Hobbit in 2014, does a Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Men Tell No Tales, which is horrible, horrible in 2017. And then he does little things. The Outpost, which actually, I mean, I never did see that, but I wanted to.
1: Think about that, though. Those were both cameos from an old that's uh, true. series he's already true. been a part of. Yeah. So that was just like, okay, yeah, I'll come back and be that guy for a scene. Like, that's, that's different than committing to six months of shooting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah, and he's kind of spaced everything out a decent amount. Yeah, uh, good for him. Even I,
1: Carnival Row was like three years between seasons. Wow. Yeah.
0: And is canceled, I think. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's, that's it's fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm fine with that too. Yeah, good for him.
0: <laughs> what would you give this movie?
1: Man, I. That's a good question. I I I'd give it like a eight point three okay 8.5 8. I was thinking 8.5 like yeah.
0: yeah I mean it, I, and no, I, I won't right argue with there. you on uh, on any of it but that's it it you know I'm not a better person for have seen it it didn't change my life it's not of those things but that's not what it <laughs> yeah. was setting out to do no I would I mean, even bump really it up really to an 8.7 really. honestly I had a though I was engaged the whole time. And a subject matter, I I mean, I know the video game. I used to play yeah. the hell out of the first Gran Turismo, but I know nothing about European race, racing in general, really. And it made it very accessible to everybody. I would say it's an 8.7. I would say an 8.7. Fair.
1: Yeah. No. And I would say even better, um, because I didn't realize it was Neil Blomkamp from until you said it. I know he said his name wrong. But, uh, that goes. <laughs> yeah. His, uh, they cracked the code with him, I think, because... There's no question he's a great director, but also as you mentioned, no question the guy is insanely preachy, Yeah. Uh and the preachiness ruins his movies. Yeah. So, uh I think the the, the thing is if you're Hollywood, you give him a script where you know, a, a pre-existing script. <laughs> yeah. Where you know what I mean, where it's like, no, no no, you can't be preachy, You just need to make this. Uh because when he's given a subject matter that's re- ready to go, then you know, uh he, he blew it out. He knocked it out of the park. Didn't he do 18? No, no. no, no, he no didn't do 18. I'm trying to think something. Oh, I'm just thinking because it's Charlton Copley was in it. Yeah, 18 was Joe <laughs> Carnahan. Frequent. Yeah, but you know, Charlton Copley's been in like all his movies. Yeah. So that, that must be. In fact, was he in this one?
0: No, he wasn't in this one. You oh, might wow. be thinking. First one. You're thinking of Thomas Creshman, who is in a few of his as well. And he was only in it yeah. for a little bit.
1: Well, Charlton was in Cappy. Or Chappie, yeah. Chappie, and then of course the famous one, uh, District, uh, District, nine. District. Yeah, I was, I was like, I couldn't remember which district. forty nine Yeah. 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 Uh, so, okay.
0: IMDb gives us seven point two, which is an eight point two in the real world, and I would say is the baseline. Um, all right, two for Rotten Tomatoes. Are you ready? The critic and the audience scores jumbled up, so you don't know, and I want you to guess. You ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Sixty-five. And ninety
1: eight. <laughs> wow. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll say ninety eight fans.
0: Yeah, yeah. The critics were just <laughs> flat out <laughs> wrong about this. Um, this was a really, really good movie. I enjoyed it like all the way through. And, and like, in, in like a year, if someone puts it on, I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it again. That's fine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I would. I would watch this again. You're right. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, uh, I, if if this were on, I mean, not tomorrow. No, but <laughs> you know, but like in a year, in another year. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I I wouldn't I wouldn't turn this off if it were on. I yeah. I'd keep, and and yeah, I, I mean, again, I I got to say it again. The direction was really good.
0: Yeah, like, it I, was. I don't
1: say that very often. It was, it was noticeable in a good way. Yeah. Uh, I really liked how they explained every step of the process. Uh, and it wasn't. I wasn't. I didn't feel like I was being talked down to. For not knowing it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I feel like they didn't over-exaggerate everything. I love that he got in a horrible wreck and was too scared to come back. Like it wasn't tough guy. Like uh, I'm gonna get back on the saddle right away. Yeah. You know what I mean. I liked all of that stuff. I thought they did a great job.
0: Yeah, the arc was a very basic um, hero's journey. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was. But that's the thing is, we've like we always say, you can tell a, a simple story complicated wise, which is for all the for all the information they're giving you about racing. It gets complicated It it should have gotten way too complicated, but since they since they told a very simple story, you kind of saw the trajectory. They could do that, and it didn't take you out. It didn't. There weren't a part, any parts where like, what's happening now? Like you knew exactly what was going on in the movie the whole time. Very very well done. I was I would recommend this to just about anybody.
1: Yeah yeah, I'm impressed.
0: All right, Andy, the next one. I know you've already finished this one. I am two episodes in, but. Uh, we are very intrigued, and it's the new Mike Flanagan Netflix team-up called The Fall of the House of Usher. Uh, for those don't who don't know, Fall of the House of Usher is the name of... So it's called Nevermore. It says Nevermore above it, The Fall of the House of Usher. But yeah. that is the title oh, is of a uh, an Edgar Allan Poe book, and yeah. every one of the episodes... Is named after one of his stories or or uh, one of his poems: "The Midnight Dreary," "The Mask of the Red Death," "Murder in the Rue Morgue," "The Black Cat," "The Tell-Tale Heart," "Goldbug," "Pit and the Pendulum," and it ends with one of his most famous, "The Raven." Uh, they even in the yeah. second episode, I noticed they they say the character's name is Annabelle Lee, and he recites the poem yeah. of
1: Annabelle Lee to her. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And it's it's all yeah. I, I'm not gonna say anymore. Uh, I will just say it's good. <laughs> yeah, I, I am so hooked. Shouldn't be surprised.
0: The first episode, I was like, "Ooh, this could be really good." By the second, I'm like, "I am so interested." Like i I think I have an idea of like what's kind of happening and what's going on, but I'm ready to yeah, see everything sure. else. Uh, this isn't ruining anything, but in the the in the first five minutes, you realize um, this pharmaceutical tycoon played by Bruce Greenwood. It's it is a very thinly veiled. Um, uh Cast, like It's supposed to be the Sackler family from uh, uh, yeah. Purdue Pharma. And all of his, ki- his children have died. And you're in different ways that couldn't possibly have anything to do with them. And he's, say- he's telling this uh, district attorney that it was him. He's going to tell him everything. And we're kind of going through the story. And Bruce Greenwood, of course, is excellent. Carly Gugino, of course, is excellent. Mary McDowell is... I mean, everyone's good in it. Henry Thomas is in all of Mike Lannigan's stuff. Samantha Sloyan, we saw her. And what was the Vampire Island one? Mer- Midnight Mass.
1: Oh, yeah, the Midnight Mass. That, yeah, yeah. She
0: was unbelievable in that. Um, Zach Guilford Man, was in that, and he plays a young Bruce Greenwood in this, who's excellent, Willa Fitzgerald, who I've not seen in a ton of stuff, but I'm already very impressed with what she's done she's so far.
1: Reacher's all I've seen her in, but... Oh, uh, so that was terrible. Well, you terrible, but it was, I think I mentioned to you uh, before this, like I'm just glad people saw her in it enough to like, you know what I mean? To, yeah. to get her other jobs. Yeah. In this, she's really great.
0: Yeah. She's looked She's, she's done, looked like she's done a really good job so far. And I'm very interested in both her and Zach Guilford um, mm-hmm. and, and that story kind yeah. of going on.
1: Uh, fun little fact here. Michael Tru- Trucco has been in everything he's ever done. Oh, really? uh, uh, Michael Flanagan uh, yeah. yeah and uh, Katie Siegel of course everything since they, they met and got married um, but I mean this show is just littered with all his his favorites <laughs> from uh, oh gosh I'm trying to remember Henry Thomas to uh, uh, his um,
0: wife Kate to, Siegel
1: yeah Raul Coley um, Samantha Sloyan has been in almost everything he's done Zach Guilford so yeah it's it's littered with amazing actors and, uh, I'm, they all do the best job they could ever have done with their characters in this as well. So, uh, from Garla Gugino to, uh, oh, the woman, uh, who are you talking about? Uh, is it the Tania Miller?
0: For which one?
1: Uh, or no, Tania Miller was from the haunting of Blind Manor.
0: Yeah. Samantha uh, Sloyan, the red hair girl. She's, she's yeah. from, uh, Hill House. Oh yeah, or like not House. Hill House, yeah. uh, Midnight Mass. Yeah, she Mass. was. Yeah, yeah she, she was the, was the one that's uh, Hamish Linkletter's right-hand man.
1: Major religious. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, I forgot she was in that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tania Miller, though, from Bly Manor, she is. She's unreal. She's a really good actress, and and she does a great job in this too. But yeah. Oh yeah, she was great. Bottom.
0: Peripheral Tania Miller.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah,
0: she was the villain, which is um, too bad. We won't get any more of that. Also, Ruth Codd, who I've met, we talked about this before we started recording. I'd never seen her anything before. She was apparently in the um, uh, the other Mike Flanagan yeah, Midnight, Midnight Club. Club, which you said was not great.
1: It was not. It was. I mean, maybe it was. I, I'll be. I have to be fair. I mean, I I didn't see enough of it. I, I saw. I'm going to say two episodes, and I was like, this is just not for me. This one. This one's not for me. And he even said, like, I, I think it was kind of well-known like that was supposed to be like you know uh a, 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 an upper upper aged teen series yeah. you know what i mean to 20, 20 year old series like that it was made for a younger audience than me and uh and that's fine uh it just it just wasn't my thing um but uh but also katie parker is gonna steal who plays annabelle lee i i feel like she steals a lot of it too even though she's in very small amounts but, yeah uh, i think she kind of helps steal it so uh, yeah, it's another engaging movie. I mean, it, it's not like he's going to hide what he's going to do. He's going to do horror. They hired him to do horror, and they get, he did he did Gerald's Game and Ouija, and I think Gerald's Game was second after he did Gerald's Game for Netflix, which was a huge hit uh, as a, as just a kind of made for Netflix movie. You know, um, he did Doctor Sleep for uh, you know whoever that was the the movies and netflix said no 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 no, we gotta lock you up so they gave him like a 10 series deal and he did haunting a hill house which was obviously like it's probably my favorite all-time horror series
0: yeah um, that's up there
1: and yeah and then and then haunting a blind manor i get it, a lot of people didn't love it i enjoyed it but i you know i totally get why people didn't like it because it was very different and uh um, midnight mass of course which was amazing and now this so uh he's up there with one of my favorite all-time uh uh, horror guys probably is my favorite all-time horror guy now um and i I can't wait to watch what he does i do want to throw out there by the way because just is an interesting fact uh they filmed almost this entire series with frank langela uh in in the place of bruce greenwood oh wow and then yeah and then all the uh uh, not good things came out about frank langela uh, and so they're like, yeah, screw that guy. And so they they refilmed every scene with Bruce Greenwood. Wow, that's uh, wild. Yeah, they just they they really didn't want to be associated with him once once whatever all the yeah. allegations came out. So uh, I'm a hu- I'm a huge fan of Frank Langella from oh, an acting yeah. perspective. He's one of my all time favorites uh, to watch as far as just scene stealing and and I think Frost Nixon is still up there with one of my all time favorite movies. So uh, I don't know if you've ever seen that, but it's no, one you told me to. I can never ever turn it off like I'm just I'm just in every time. Matthew McFadden. I mean it's like I, Sam Rockwell, I mean if if you can't get into that, Michael Sheen and Frank Langella with Battle of uh, of wits it's it's fantastic. You need to watch that movie.
0: yeah, yeah, I heard good things. Um, one other thing we haven't mentioned about this is I love Mark Hamill as the uh, ruthless um, little weasel reaper. lawyer named Arthur Pym, and I love that they call him the Pym Reaper. And they have all Pin these Ripper, little nicknames. Yeah, yeah. Um, Henry Thomas is Frederick Usher, and Bruce Greenwood is Roderick. But uh, he, he, instead of calling him Roderick Junior, they didn't. He didn't want to give him that close, so they call him Froderick. Which I think... was as the
1: kids. Yeah, the kids all hate each other, so the kids call him Froderick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's uh, the kids are just brutal to each other. Yeah, uh, because they're they're all more interested really in their dad's fortune than each other. Yeah, and i mean they they've talked about they mentioned the bastards already right uh, i don't think so yeah okay we'll just i don't wait. think so yeah, only it's... two
0: episodes in but I, oh, I just got done with the uh the perry episode and the actor plays him sorry on i've never seen before but he was i guess in this and the midnight club it's excellent it looks like that's the only things he's done
1: oh yeah yeah oh then you have okay they have talked about it uh I'm not. I'm not spoiling and giving it away that these are not all children from the same. Oh school. no no it's 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 six kids from
0: five women from what I understand. Yeah 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 I figured yeah, that. that. Yeah excellent excellent. Um, I'm looking forward to finishing this. It's um, it's actually going to be hard to not binge it, uh, but we have to have a palate cleanser because we wa- we want the first episode we watched right before we went to bed, and so last night we watched one and they we're like all right we need a palate cleanser uh, before we mm-hmm. go to bed to kind of wipe this off, but uh it's uh it, it is excellent. Moving yeah, along. Right. Uh this one I have not seen anything. Lessons in chemistry. I do love me some Brie Larson. I think she gets a lot of crap. I think Miss Marvel kind of I don't of, know why. Yeah, yeah. I think Miss Marvel I mean, people did because it was thrown the movie was just kind of thrown together and not good, but she's an amazing actor.
1: Yeah, I don't I, I don't see how you can blame her for Miss Marvel. Like no. Uh, I mean, I, I admit that there there were some scenes before Ms. Marvel came out where I saw trailers and I was like, you know, sometimes she just can have the same emotion no matter what's happening on her face. And that can kind of get to me. But then, like, the more I watch her in, in other th- movies that I've seen and everything, I'm like, no, she just does incredible work with, like, limited movement, even <laughs> if that makes any sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, she's... She's really good. And I don't know if you've ever seen Broom. Have you seen that movie?
0: No, I haven't seen that. Oh man, that's another really good one. Yeah, uh, it looked beyond depressing.
1: It is and it isn't, it isn't. It's 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 good too.
0: Okay. Yeah,
1: it's not just a depressing movie just to make you say, Yeah, no, it's good. It's a good movie. Um, but uh yeah, she's she's in this movie and uh this series, uh which I thought was gonna be a movie, by the way. Um It's just another one of those, you know, the world we live in now, just you got to always check movie or series because there's so many big series coming out. Um, But this has been like a very pleasant surprise. Uh, I I, watching it with the wife uh, because we were looking for something that she would enjoy. And I was like, all right. I was like, well, I watched some of the trailer. I was like, this looks like a movie. I won't hate a series. I won't hate, you know, (laughs) I didn't think I would like it. But I was like, I won't hate it as much as, you know, another freaking Fire Island or whatever you know what I mean? Uh, whatever, whatever, the circle, whatever. One of those she's watched now. So, uh, gave it a shot. Uh, watched it. It's it's good. It's a it's a good series, and it's it's kept my attention. Um, she's fantastic in it, and I will not be surprised at all if I hear she gets nominated for something for this series.
0: Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I I do think she is excellent. There's not a ton of other people I know. Andy Daly I like a lot. Derek Cecil has been kind of. So slowly up and coming over the last like couple of lewis years pullman. thomas man lewis pullman who's got to be bill lewis pullman's pullman. kid he looks just like him
1: well yeah and you've seen him in a few oh things, that's right like, yeah and, he I was in him. top
0: gun maverick I didn't. yeah see he's him. in
1: outer range which i liked a lot i never uh, saw he really he's actually really good in outer range yeah um uh, yeah and uh yeah you're right the other one was uh top gun i forgot he was in that too yeah uh as the goofy guy yeah uh, yeah, I can't remember his name, but yeah, goofy guy. Uh, yeah, and in this, he is most definitely not. He's a, he's a brilliant uh, doctor in, in physics so uh, or chemistry. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely worth uh, – I think it's worth watching with the wife at some point. It, it's a good series. They're, they're doing it once a week. It's on Apple. Um, Apple's been doing three... good stuff. Man, they can't stop doing good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, seriously, I am just more and more impressed. Every, every, and, and I'll say this much, too. Each time I start a series, I'm like, well, this is I'm going to give it a shot, (laughs) but I'm not excited about this. You know what I mean? And and I'll start it and I'm like, well, that was just absolutely fantastic. (laughs) Every time. I don't know what it is. They just they don't look exciting until you get into them. and You're like, well, this is just really great work (laughs) and uh, enjoy it. So, yeah, this again, I'm not going to say this is the most amazing series I've ever seen by any means. But as far as just a, a show that's different and interesting and keeping me uh, hooked. Watch all the way through the end of the second episode. if you're not hooked, I'll I'll be very surprised.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Um one thing I'm definitely hooked on is our next show, and that is the second season of Loki. Uh, we are three episodes in. They are all fantastic. I love how this one kind of has the with the opening Marvel credits, it has like an it, it has the Marvel theme, but like old timey music with it. And Yeah, as I say, we
1: haven't talked about any of Loki yet, really. Uh, have we not? Oh, okay. I- no, yeah, yeah. So season 2. Yeah.
0: So Jump right in. Yeah, I mean it picks up almost where the other one left left off. They had killed uh he who remains or or um what's uh Sophie did. Not Sophie. What's her name? Is it's not Sophie. Sylvie. Sylvie, Sylvie did man. and kicks Loki out. And so he's got to Oh, I'm sorry. I was on the wrong season. I was trying to figure out the thing. So he's trying to get <laughs> everything wrapped up and all these different multiverses are spreading from the one true one and they've got to get it back. The sacred to, timeline. Yeah. They got to get back to the sacred timeline because then there's going to be too many Kang variants and they're going to start, they're going to take over like they did, but he goes back in time and it looks like it's kind of a loop. Like Kang was already in control of everything and, and they they put up the you know the three watchers or whatever they want to call them the trib- holy tribunal they mm-hmm. put them yep. up and it were just robots and it was just a way for Miss Minutes and Kang to kind of put in almost a religious aspect that people will blindly follow instead of one guy and it, it looks like it just keeps looping over and over. Sylvie is trying yeah. to live her own life in 1981. Just wants to just wanted to be left alone working McDonald's in the 80s. Um, uh, Renslayer we find out is working with Miss Minutes to go get Kang to be the man he was and to get him to back in the TVA because they th- Renslayer thinks she's saving the TVA. Miss Minutes is turns out secretly in love with <laughs> yeah. Kang the whole time, which I thought Police was interesting.
1: Police in AI, yeah. yeah,
0: and she can write her own code and adapt. So I thought that was interesting that she was like in love with him. Um mm-hmm. Mobius and Loki are trying to get the. Uh, they're also trying to get rid of all the multiverses so, you know, the, all the Kangs don't come back. And they're working with um, a new addition key, Huey Kwan, who's basically the. The tech guy for everything, yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, okay. what's his name? It's not Ouroboros, Ouro- Ouroboros. yeah. Which is actually, uh, you've probably seen it. It's a snake eating its own tail, so it's a loop, mm-hmm. which feels like what this whole story is going to be. It's just a yeah, constant it is, loop, not it? Yeah, it's a constant loop going in and out. Well, this is cool because the third episode we finally get Victor Timely, which is supposed to be the, the worst of the Kang uh variants, and Rins-
1: no, they don't say the worst.
0: I thought he was supposed to be one of the worst. I thought Loki said he was supposed to be one of the worst ones.
1: Well, no, no, no. He was just saying that Kang is like the worst thing ever because Mobius doesn't know who Kang is. He's like you're afraid of this guy. Yeah, yeah. He's like one of the worst. Uh, But, uh, but, what I think they're setting up, and what Miss Minutes kind of alluded to in this third episode, is that because of like having to drop that journal off the TVA handbook, actually off to Victor timely as a kid. And then they jump 25 years later on purpose Mm -hmm. to see him after he's gotten to read it all and, and and become who he's going to become. Um, I think it's alluding that, that Victor timely is he who remains.
0: Yeah. I think he is too.
1: Like the same, same variant. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's like, that's me. That's where I came from. That's the, you know, the version of me that, uh, Kind of makes sense, too, because he's not overly confrontational. Like, he who remains doesn't try to kill them at the end. He's like, y'all can either kill me or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, or take my place willingly or whatever. You know, and he's just like, I'm done. Like, (laughs) like, I've done everything I can do. I'm done now. So, uh, and I think that's Victor Timely. So, and I also like that I I mentioned, you mentioned Ouroboros. Um, There was a little bit of fan fun, you know, guesswork with Ouroboros, too, where they're like, the interesting thing about him is he's the only one who's never had his mind wiped. Like, why yeah. would King never wipe his mind? Like, that's kind of interesting. And now you can kind of see, like, he, he's, he read the TV handbook, and he's like, I cannot wait to meet this legendary figure, yeah. Ouroboros. <laughs> and so he's like, he likes Ouroboros a lot. And, and uh,
0: respects him. He's also a scientist, and, yeah.
1: Yeah, and respects him. So I think that's going to be interesting to see the relationship between Victor Timely and Ouroboros. I think that could be a kind of a fun thing to see. Mm, yeah. Uh, in the next few episodes. So. Yeah.
0: And where we left off was, um, yeah, Miss Minutes tr- uh, and Renslayer get transported to the end of time where what's left of He Who Remains is still there. And so they're stuck in that place, which is slowly crumb- crumb- crumbling around them as Mobius, Loki, and Victor Tiley, all go back to the TVA. Now, we don't, we haven't seen them actually in the TVA. We just see him go through the door. So that'll be the next step. And they need his aura to be able to override the system and kind of get yeah. everything under
1: control. His temporal aura. His temporal yeah, they, aura. So they've got the... And I love that they call it a loop. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. that's a smart way to talk about it. So he's like, yeah, he weaves all these threads and all these timelines. And we're getting more timelines than we ever had before. Because we're not pruning them all anymore, so now the loom needs to expand so it can handle more capacity and more timelines. And you're like, God, somebody really thought through all that. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's kind of impressive. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it's in Portal loom. Yeah, we'll play a big part. I wonder if that's in the comics. I I don't know. I don't know. Anything I don't know. That, yeah, so I, I didn't
0: get, get all those this so. deep into it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. But man, this has been it is. I mean, this has been just it's as good fun. as season one. It's been so much fun. Yeah,
1: it's this fun. It's grand in scale. Maybe even I'd say epic as far as scale-wise, like because it's across timelines. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I uh, Kate Heron is just absolutely killing it. She, she's the one doing the score, I believe. Uh, maybe I oh, okay. maybe, you know, maybe Kate Heron's the uh, direct, uh, the showrunner, but I think I think Kate Heron's yeah the one that got all the the credit for the musical score, and she's she handles all the music through this. And she's, I mean, that's a big part of the show. It's almost a character. It's so. So great how well it's done. So, yeah, I, man, I can't wait to see this goes. And this is probably the most fun I've had with the Marvel series. Yeah. Uh, Counting both seasons together. Yeah. Loki is like the most Marvel of of Marvel (laughs) of everything I've seen so far. Yeah. Thoroughly loving it. Yeah. Yeah, no. This
0: has been excellent. I can't wait. We only get three more episodes because it's only six episodes. God, only. And it was God. cool because I live in Chicago, and they were in Chicago during the World's Fair, which is like the biggest thing. That, it basically transformed mm-hmm. Chicago yeah. from just a uh, a swampy um, meatpacking city to you know the metropolis that it is today. So mm-hmm. I thought that was that was just kind of neat. Just it's really good. But I'm with you on the that the Victor Timely is the one, he who remains, because they seem like they have yeah. very similar, except for the stutter, they seem to act very similarly. Like yeah, same mannerisms and stuff. Thing. And we've seen where it's like that pit of Kangs and they all are very, very different. So the fact that there's two that are similar seems unlikely or n- unlikely unlikely coincidence.
1: Very true, very true. But uh, he nails the stutter too.
0: Yes, Oh I mean, I, Yeah, I mean, he's he, going to be... Jonathan Majors is just I, an amazing actor.
1: Yeah, I know he's got potential of personal things out there, but uh, uh, my God, the dude can act. Yeah. Like he, he is just... He is doing so many different versions of this character so incredibly well. Um, I think this is now like the fifth we've seen, if you count... Well, Victor Timely, uh, uh, he remains the main king and ant-man and then you saw at least the three you know mega versions so six uh you know at the post credits yeah where you see the different styles so at least six that we've seen so far so uh and then and then we're uh, thank god finally going to make i believe ravona a big part of this series yeah
0: so yeah because you don't she, waste
1: she's criminally underused. Gugu and you yeah.
0: yeah and then Eventually, we'll get Kang in Secret Wars and Kang Dynasty in 2026 and 2027, which sucks. Um, Moving along. So this is one. uh, It's funny because, you know, we're such big fans of the show Heels. And there's this documentary on Netflix. uh, uh, Oh, yeah. And there's a a documentary on Netflix from the same people that did like Cheer You and Last Chance You, uh, which are excellent if you haven't seen those. And this one's about wrestlers, and it's the Ohio Valley Wrestling Federation. It's basically all the big names come out of there: John Cena, Batista, like all, all, some of the biggest names in wrestling, all come out of there. And it's run by this mm-hmm. guy, Al Snow, who was a a big time wrestler in like the late '90s, early 2000s, and uh, who was who was great back then. I vaguely remember this guy when it, my buddy would watch; he'd have wrestling parties, and people would come. But um, yeah. yeah. This is such a good view of this. It's just called wrestlers. And it's in Louisville, Kentucky, and basically they've, it's hard making money. And so they bring on the, these two business partners. One, the guy didn't talk a lot. seems like he's running for mayor because he always has a shirt that says Greenberg for Mayor on. And then <laughs> the other guy is uh, kind of a loudmouth sports talk guy uh, from Kentucky. That kind of owns a bar and a few businesses, doesn't really know how to talk to people. And it's them trying to turn things around. And it's just great being able to look into all these people's lives and you kind of see, oh, that guy's going to be hugely famous. And you kind of, or this girl's going to be hugely famous. And then the others that are just kind of still trying to hold on to whatever, you know, whatever they can do. And it's, it, this is excellent. I think we're, See how many episodes there's seven total episodes. We got to be coming close to the end of it. Um, I I think we have two more episodes left, and that was our palate cleanser. But even the one we watched last night was kind of uh, kind of pulled at the heartstrings. Uh, it's got an 8.3 on IMDb, which is a 9.3 in the real world. And then let me see for because you haven't seen any of this, have you?
1: I have not. It's
0: okay, it's got a hundred percent and a 92 percent. On Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Oh my God! It's
0: it's just really good, Andy. Okay. It's just I yeah, it's just excellent to watch. Getting to see all these people's lives, just seeing like the locals how how much they get into it. It is such it, it is fantastic. Um, it started because I put it on my my tablet when, we were, when I was going on a flight with Lauren, and she forgot hers. And she goes, "Hey, do you have anything?" I was playing my Switch. And I was like, "Yeah, I've got this." She goes, "Wrestlers, really? All right." Starts watching it, and she blows through like <laughs> three episodes on the way there and back. And she, so she's been uh, wanting to finish it. it. It is so good. Watch if you're not in by the first, I would say two episodes. I mean, it might not be for you, but it is just excellent.
1: Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. I'll give it a shot. I'll definitely give it a shot. I, I've been wanting to watch a little more about that.
0: Yeah, I, I and especially if it feels really good coming off of heels, and it's and it's good because you kind of see how how you know grand. I mean, even heels, it doesn't look grandiose, but even from that aspect, how much more grandiose it looks from for that than it is for the real world, and uh, how there's yeah. really there's really nothing left. It's just a bunch of independent wrestlers, WWE, AEW, and then these guys. So it's just really cool. I highly recommend it. All Um, another one that, I've been looking forward to this for a while. I watched it. I think you and I both very much enjoyed it. Uh, it's Theater Camp. This was written, directed, and stars Molly Gordon and, uh, Nick Lieberman. Oh, I'm sorry. They wrote and directed, and then it also stars Ben Platt. And Molly Gordon is super, like, moving up the scales. She's been everywhere lately. She's been on The Bear. She was on Booksmart. Um, She's been on quite a few things, and she's incredibly talented. And so it was good to see them in this. It also has Jimmy Jimmy Tatro, who I love, uh, Noah Galvin, who was unbelievable in this. Io um, Edabiri, who's also from The Bear, who was unbelievable.
1: <laughs> What's she not great in? Uh, yeah. yeah,
0: and just a few others. And. It's so good. So, the, the gist is the eccentric staff of a rundown theater camp in upstate New York must band together with the beloved founder's broy son to keep the camp afloat. Of course, Jim, Jimmy <laughs> Tatro plays the, the broy son, but is excellent in it. It was just, it, I'd seen this story a ton of times before. And so, it's not a new story, but the execution and the characters are so fantastic that it's, it's excellent. I would recommend this to just about anybody.
1: Yeah, it was, yeah, it was very surprising. It was that, you know, I think you nailed it. You've seen this movie, I mean, at least five times, <laughs> whether it's from the theater or the band or the the, the group of misfit uh, weirdos, right? And uh, there was even a magic camp not too long ago, also very similar. <laughs> uh, there, yeah, so there's, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of these, um, but this one, you could tell it came from a place of love, and it was hilarious. You can tell it's based on people they've seen in real life before. Um, they didn't overdo some of the, the tropes and stereotypes like they could have. Yeah, um, they did just the right amount to make them funny and relatable and seem like real characters. Uh, the bro-y t- uh, Tatro, he was not a jerk the whole time. He was he was nice to them from the beginning. He, he was a well-rounded he, character. He was, yeah, that's a character that could have been very
0: fund. easily just uh, like just a throwaway, very you know, plain mm-hmm. character. But he had a lot of like they rounded him out very well.
1: He, he, he was a good person who had no business sense. Yeah. Versus the, he could have been bro thought they were all nerds, theater nerds, and not cool or virgins or what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like all those things he could have been thrown around to be, to be negative to him. Um, but, but but they didn't. He was actually totally cool with Auburn from the beginning. They were making fun of themselves. One of the lines, mm-hmm. my God, that was so hilarious, was just, they're like, we need someone who's a little more sexual. He goes, more sexual? They're all virgins. Yeah. He goes, we can get her there. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> there
0: were some excellent, oh, excellent lines in this God. movie.
1: So many great lines. Uh, yeah, I was, uh, I was very surprised. By how funny and uh, this this show as uh, movie was from from beginning to end, it, it could have been really dumb. <laughs> I'll just say it. It could have been really dumb. It could have been a total trope. It could have been, like you said, a worse version of the thing we've seen several times. Instead, it was one of the better ones yeah. of its kind. It was it was it managed to be original despite being something you've seen before a lot. Yeah, yeah. I I can't and say the comedy, enough good things about this. Oh. I mean, we could we could say lines all day. The lines yeah. were
0: hilarious. <laughs> one of the kids is doing a song from Les Mis. And he goes, oh, I could definitely see her as a French prostitute. Like, Amos. Oh, I'm sorry, sex worker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I, I just thought that was so funny. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, it was great. All, yeah, top to bottom. They did, they did a great job. Even with the person who gives you, you got Amy Sedaris giving you just uh, the right amount of heart at the beginning to, yeah. to carry, to propel the rest of this uh, movie forward. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, this was excellent. Um, and then last, but certainly not least, is uh, Gen V, which I think we are five episodes Six. through? Six. Oh, I don't Six. like that,
1: because there's only two I more know. episodes left. Uh, there, yeah, there's only two more. I thought it said ten. Huh. Yeah, right.
0: I thought so too, but I it's, it's just show eight. Um, yeah, we got the episode most recently called Jumanji, and mm-hmm. this one was a cool one, because they all go into kate's memories because they all get their memories wiped they're not sure who did it they think it's the guy that's i'm mean, basically the blonde guy that's kind of date rapey and so they go yeah. after him
1: not kind of oh yeah
0: <laughs> very he's very date rapey yeah that's his basically his what he's his superpower for so they go after um kate who was golden boy's girlfriend and it turns out She's the one that's been wiping memories this whole time, even for Golden Boy, and she's doing all these things because, but, and so she's so hated, but then she gets sucked. They all get sucked into her brain, and they see her life, and they, they see- literally see it through her eyes. Yeah, yeah. and so they, there's understanding behind that, and how they've all kind of, um, Shetty's kind of been doing the same thing to all of them, and I liked how it, it started going into their their lives like the the rest of the crew's lives and seeing like the terrible things they've done so they've all kind of they're all kind of on even ground like look none of us are none of us are safe from being okay we all have done terrible things um but that we can and using that they can kind of bond and come together i thought it was a it wasn't so much action-packed i don't think but it was just a really excellent episode
1: Uh, yeah and it was it was kind of funny that um that they're kind of showing you each person's thing they did, which is why they should be hated, you know. Yeah. Um, but then they get to to Andre, and it's like, uh, you you cheated on her with your, from your friend. You're horrible. And he's like, but I love her. Yeah. <laughs> and and, uh, and then like she did it too. <laughs> yeah. But they're mad at him. I was like, that's kind of funny. Yeah. And, uh, but but I do get that he's going through the guilt of it all. So, yeah. Like, it's really it's really about the guilt that they're all feeling and sharing. And and they all have reasons to feel really guilty. Um and and at the same time, you have uh I don't know if we want to call her Emma or Cricket or the amazing Lizzie Broadway. But yeah she's she's killing it with her role. She is. And, she's just being a,
0: she's just a phenomenal actor.
1: Yeah, and and her and Sam uh being this unlikely <laughs> romance that that seems destined end with him killing her. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm really still... I still think that is going to happen. Yeah, I um, think so, too. Right? I mean, because, like, he... He, he even sees her as a puppet, which is the oh my god, the
0: he, sex scene where she kept going it out suicide of the puppet, puppet was so. <laughs> but I don't know if we talked about this, but the scene where he's just like just straight murdering that SWAT team and they're all Murderous. like Muppets was pupp- yeah. unbelievable. Like it was such a, it? that was such a, like it was so messed up. And it's funny because Lauren's watching the whole thing through her fingers, even though it's, it's puppets. But it was such i would never seen anything like that before. I thought that was so great
1: i felt the same way i was like why am i not wanting to look at him ripping the stomach out of a muppet like <laughs> it shouldn't matter but i know that this is really happening so this is the the, the rabbits from strays all over again <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it's weird we've seen that scene twice in a few weeks <laughs> yeah but uh but yeah really well done and, and wild um yeah l- i liked it a lot like jen v a lot i the first episode I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to be a fan of people that listen to this, but I was like, I don't know if I'm going to love this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I want to love it, but like, it just seemed way too, uh, I, I guess, current generation, you know, which is supposed to, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like it's going to be about TikToks and follows and all those kinds of things, which I couldn't care less. I don't even have social media. So I'm just like, oh, you know, that's what it's going to be about. But it's not. And it, it just took a little bit to find its groove, in my opinion. Um, I mean, but it's still all shock value and, uh, but, but m- for a reason that moves the story forward, uh, yeah, I, I think this, this whole series has been way better than I even thought it would be. Um, and my expectations were through the roof. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's been really solid and I don't know if, uh, they've got the same showrunners. I, I know Garth is it's still using his characters, so he's credit for writing it. I don't know if Kripke. oh no he does okay it was this is developed by kripke and then uh seth rogan and evan goldberg but i wasn't sure if they uh actually of these or not but uh either way uh love their twisted twisted minds um really excited to see where this is going to go and you saw the ending of this episode yeah of six so yeah so then you finally see what they're developing in the woods is uh is a a viral way to kill off soups. yeah, which is awesome. <laughs> and I've been wanting to see if they do this, and I, I, I think that the
0: well at first it was just to take their powers to see if they could take their powers away, but it gave them like it made them sick, like almost gave them a cold. But at the end, Shetty goes, yeah. "Well, let's see how sick we can make them before they die." But then it ends up a little bit more they killing die. them. She goes, "Oh, now we know."
1: Like, Oof. yeah, and, and, and it, I think we just saw the the weapon that they're going to end up trying to use to take out homelander yeah i think this is going to directly correlate into the yeah they're going to use that virus to try to take out uh, homelander in the next season of the boys which uh would be phenomenal
0: yeah yeah It, it, it looks like it's all going to start tying together yeah this is yeah this has been excellent i yeah i wasn't as hesitant in the first episode i was like okay i see where they're going it's foundational also i didn't realize that was patrick schwarzenegger at first that played golden boy and uh yeah yeah, yeah it yeah. took me a, little, uh, a while to realize that but I, i'm into it also we got a little bit of soldier boy uh and this one with jensen Echols. i thought that was a nice touch uh he's I'll part was, of her I spank bank that. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah. yeah oh that's right it's her spank bank yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he was really upset about the other guy, like, don't get in our way. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever whatever you do, she'll always have me here. (laughs) Yeah.
0: No, I thought that was just great. No, it's been excellent. Um, It feels like it's very much in the same world as Gen V and just as good. And it's, it's a bummer that we've only got two more episodes left. But I think, don't we get the boys' new season pretty soon?
1: I don't know how soon it's going to be. I know it's coming. I don't think I it believe... comes until twenty twenty four, though. Yeah, it's 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 a ways out. In fact, I'm trying to think if I've seen. I don't think I've seen that they're filming it. Have they already? Well, they can't be filming it. So no. Uh, I, think they, well, I think they. I think they started late.
0: filming that for a while. I, it, right now, it's saying, um, "Oh, yeah, likely to arrive in twenty twenty four after the resolution of the writer strike."
1: Yeah, I bet I bet it's not till I would be surprised if we see it before sh- spring break. Yeah. I bet it's like April, Aprilish when we see it.
0: I mean, it was renewed for a fourth season Ju- early June of 2022.
1: Yeah, and they were already starting to write it. Yeah. But I don't think they could I mean, usually you hear So the boys does a really good job with social media and everything, and keeping people posted during filming, and like uh, they all the different characters like to post stuff to get people riled up. And I've seen nothing, so I I bet I believe it's all written. So it
0: wrapped filming earlier this year in April, but that doesn't mean it's finished. April? Yeah, according to Eric Kripke, the filming wrapped in April, but there's so much CGI and like additional stuff in this. I'm sure that's going to take a while.
1: Okay, well, and they don't need... C- I think CGI is still going. Okay. Uh, yeah, So, because that, that's a separate union. So, yeah, this could still come out on time. Well, they're also saying um, we need
0: to edit dialogue together in different ways to rewrite it, but writing at any stage of the process messes with the WGA, so they couldn't do that. And they can't film anything because uh, SAG-AFTRA were also on strikes. So the actors couldn't do anything. Um Interesting. It seems like so a 2024 release is still theory. on the table. I, yeah, I, I'd be surprised if it didn't.
1: It seems that a 2024 release is still on the table. That's what it says, but I... That's a big line right yeah. there. Yeah. Because that implies that it could potentially not be on the table for 2024. <laughs> yeah. Which, unless they mean they thought maybe late 2023 was the alternative yeah, versus 2025. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm guessing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, looking okay. forward to that. Looking forward to more Gen V. It's been excellent. Um, that's all I got. Andy, anything else to add?
1: No. No, I'm... uh, Yeah. Can't wait to see more Gen V. We got uh, Loki tomorrow, mm-hmm. followed by Gen V. And oh, then finally. I will be watching the Invasion finale, which I know is not your show. Nah. Uh, but I'm very excited about that. So. I'm
0: going to try and go see Killers of the Flower Moon this week if I get a chance. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what I forgot about? And uh partly because season two didn't live up to season one but upload the final season came out oh i don't think i finished Uh, season two yeah i'm gonna i think i'm gonna finish it because i already seen two-thirds of it (laughs) yeah uh and and i really like the characters so if they were able to fix the writing from because because it did go off the rails the second half of the season last year if they're able to finish you know to get it back to where it should have been uh I, i love the cast I love all the people in the cast. <laughs> I, would, I would like to see how they finish it out. I'm, I'm interested, and it's, it's already out, and it's doing supposedly it's getting uh, rated fairly well. All right, so, fair enough. I'm definitely going to finish that series off.
0: Um, I, I'm not interested, but have fun with that.
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough. That
0: is everything we have for this week. We'll be back next week with some more stuff, more uh, to watch, um, a bunch of more stuff to watch. Until that time, catchphrase.:
1: Woody retort? mm